This week, Nia Jax returns, John Cena finally joins the NWO, and fuck the revival. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. I'm here with my co-host Peter O'Brien. You can find him on Twitter at MVP360. You can find myself on Twitter at JohnnyJONNY underscore Tango. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, how you been, bud? Pretty good, pretty good. Be doomed today. So, oh, did you really? Heck wow. yes, heck oh. yes. I missed like three search items. Oh, I was so ticked. I thought I had everything covered. And then oh, there's man. a couple trials I got to go back and do. But other than that, Doom <laughs> is done. Wow. The last guy took me 25 minutes to beat. What did you have to do? You had to keep fighting these waves of enemies while shooting his armor. And the thing was like three buildings tall. So it was nuts. Was it like Mecha Satan or something like that? Yeah, it was freaking awesome. <laughs> so yeah, Jesus, you're welcome. A day late, I tried to stop it on Easter, but it didn't happen. I'm pretty sure Jesus saw his shadow, so yeah. I think we're getting like six more weeks of Lent. I don't know. Dude, Minnesota is getting hit with snow right now. That's really weird. That's, it's cold here, and it was just like 80 degrees like three days ago here. Yep, yep, but, you know, we got to keep up with the wrestling, folks. Right, because even if Jesus is canceling Easter, Vince is not canceling WrestleMania. Nope. WrestleMania 36 was last Sunday. Uh, let's talk about it. We're just going to just jump into each match, and just we're just going to just shoot from the hip. It's going to be a lot of just fast-paced reviewing. <laughs> I think there was 18 matches total. That is a lot. Six hours. Two hours of pre-shows, and it's two nights, because why the fuck not? Yeah, it does. It's something New Japan has done. I hope they keep it. I hope really? the next WrestleMania is two days. Yep, absolutely. Completely on board with it. The other thing is, now that with uh, NXT being like its own main event roster, it's no longer like the Saturday night show. And I would be all right with bigger events like even Survivor Series or the Royal Rumble or uh, SummerSlam. I'd be cool with them just being two-parters and just having the first night be more of an NXT-driven uh, show and then the second night be the more uh, a, a show. Because it was like a B-show, A-show uh, with both nights at WrestleMania. Like the flow of two nights made sense. It, oh, I liked it, it. it made me not hate watching WrestleMania. Like mm-hmm. that was the first time in four years that I was not physically drained from right? watching that much wrestling in one sitting. I got done with both nights and was like, oh, I guess I could just keep playing Call of Duty. I don't want to go to bed after this. Usually I'm like, all right, I'm over wrestling. I don't even want to watch anymore. So, right. Well, first match of the night was Cesaro. He defeated Drew Gulak in the uh in the pre-show uh the match was great it was a good match like i wish there was a crowd there i bet you a crowd would have gone nuts for those two because that match would have been sweet and i think that's the theme of the night is there's so many like matches that i think just fell flat because there was no crowd to hype it 
I'm pretty sure like seven matches fell flat on their own. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, absolutely. And we'll get to them. Uh, first match was Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, they defeated the Kabuki Warriors uh, to retain or actually become two-time women's tag team champion now. So good for them. Asuka and Kari Sane are 50,000 times better than Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, which is a bummer because Alexa Bliss has this mouth and she didn't use it. Where Asuka just yelled in Japanese I know. nonstop, and I couldn't stop laughing. That was the only part that kept me in the match. Kari Sane and Asuka talking smack, and Nikki Cross and Alexa, like, it was weird. Like, Nikki was getting psyched up, but she was, like, lipping it. It really felt like uh, old-school glow wrestling with two just Asian women just yelling, because they're going, Kabuki Woya! <laughs> It, it was a bummer because I thought that match could have been good, but yeah, it was just stagnant, and the only reason that kept me watching was Asuka. I don't want to break up the Kabuki Warriors, but I'd like to see both of them more in like singles competition from now on. I would just like better women's wrestling, and for some reason, pairing those two up took away two people they could have used in the title scene. Right, exactly. Uh, next match is Elias. He defeats uh, King Corbin after Corbin attempts to murder Elias last week on SmackDown, throwing him off the uh, the the ledge. That was that was something else. Didn't watch it. I just listened to Corbin in the background screaming. I don't blame you. And I just couldn't get into it because no part of me cared about those two and it shouldn't even have been on the card. No. no. I mean, if anything, if, if you really try to intrigue us into this, you should have put like a gimmick to the match. Yes, yeah, something. To, like even if it was just a guitar on a pole match and either one had to smash the other one with the guitar first to win. Yeah, like, something. I don't know. I, there was nothing to it. It was just a match. My theme throughout the night is if you talked during the match, it made it way better. This match, it didn't help, but Corbin yelling like it was entertaining. I don't know, man. I think one lesson I learned from this was that wrestling dialogue is not good. It can be, though. It seriously can be. If it's Sami Zayn, it can be good. But everyone else, like, they say, like, half sentences or, like, or sentences that needed more words to them. Like, none of it made any sense most of the time. Next match is Becky Lynch. She defeats Shanna, Shayna Baszler to retain her Raw Women's title. This is stupid. Becky shows up with a semi-truck. I am over Becky Lynch. I'm over her. I don't care. She's annoying. She is okay in the ring. Like, ever since she got this new persona and this cocky attitude, she, like, doesn't try as much anymore. And, oh, my God, I know they're saving Shayna Baszler to probably win with a crowd. But, ugh! Yeah, the tight finish, like, just holding onto the tights. No, she just flipped over. And I'm like, great. If that's what you were going to do, then you should have just DQ'd Shayna Baszler so she could at least look powerful. That sucked. I don't even know if a crowd would even saved it. I think you're right. I think they're really saving that match for uh, an audience. Yeah. Uh, next was uh, Sami Zayn. He retained his icy title against Daniel Bryan with the help with uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro once again. Uh, like I said, though, I, I like Sami Zayn. His dialogue was so good. I thought they both were. Yeah, Daniel Bryan almost looked like he was physically pissed off at Sami Zayn during this match. It was like stiffing him multiple times with the kicks. I, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was a fun match. That's what made this one good, though, is because the talking 
and they're great in the ring and the talking is big and right now if you don't have a crowd then you better know how to talk while wrestling that's the only thing that's going to keep people invested into these matches the faking like when you're on the ground writhing in pain now granted somebody did it a little too much but the fact that your mouth is just open and you're like have this so much hurt but you're not making one noise is kind of awkward it is weird yeah i i just i mean this match was great but uh sammy being icy champion uh just because of cesaro and shinsuke it just sucks for cesaro and shinsuke yeah but you know what folks we're not gonna get anywhere with them unless they leave nakamura is old enough that he's just cashing a check he does not care you can just see it he just doesn't he doesn't have to put his body on the line anymore now where cesaro i could see being like all right i'm kind of getting over this i still am in my prime i need to go somewhere where i can be appreciated Absolutely. So I mean, I think Cesaro. I don't know. Something's just got to click with upper management with him. Yeah. Next match is a unique one. John Morrison puts his SmackDown tag team titles in a ladder match on the line against uh, Jimmy Uso and Kofi Kingston. Uh, whoever wins this pretty much just gets to take both titles with him. I like the finish. I like the match. Yeah, the match was good. Like I liked the flips. I liked all the little things. Like Morrison, I think is the man. I think all three were. Like you can't just put Morrison up there. They all put on a show. Well, what was your favorite part of this match? When Kofi jumped from the rope, jumped on the ladder, and Jay's or Jimmy's like, nope. And super kicked him. I was like, oh. And he goes, I'm just going to have to end you, Kofi. And he goes, yeah, well, you better. And like, I'm like, I loved it. Uh, and the jump through the ladder. That was my favorite part. That was sweet. That one was really cool. And I liked the finish. It was a unique finish because you can only really kind of do this finish like once in a lifetime with having two belts up mm-hmm. there with three people competing for it. You, you don't see that very often at all. So to see Morrison just win by just pulling the Velcro off, the, and you can even hear the Velcro yeah. rip as the fucking titles fell. Yeah, it was good, though. I mean, to be honest, I like I thought that was going to be the best match of the first night. Yeah. And it, and I didn't let me down. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was entertaining, and um, it was good. Uh, next match is Kevin Owens. He defeats Seth Rollins uh, twice, I guess. The first part of the match was meh. I did like, though, that uh, Rollins, to get DQ'd, he hits Kevin Owens in the head with the bell and then hands the timekeeper the bell so he can ring it for the DQ. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, okay, and this, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I thought the first part of the match was great. Like I said, those two were great technicians. They were talking to each other. It kept you entertained. You knew, like, there was something on the line with these guys when really I wasn't too amped about the match because, you know, I don't know why Owens and Rollins are still going at each other, but, like, it was good. Like, I thought the match was really good. And then the fact he goes, okay, you bitch, you're just a bitch. And I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God. And he goes, you're a bitch. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, they rang it, which, by the way, cuss word of the night was bitch. Like, yeah, everyone used it. The push the limits. They're like, I'm going to, I'm going to. Bitch. Like, you know, like that Key and Peel skit. There's no kids in the arena, so there yeah. you go. Then him jumping off the top through the table. Oh, I was no, like, that was freaking insane. awesome. Like, thank you, Kevin Owens. So, and, and we'll get to it, but I think the small time frame that Owens and Rollins had in the second part of the match was so much better than the hour they gave Edge and Orton. Yes. Dude, those chair shots. 
that was the one thing I, I don't agree with you with. I didn't see there was nothing on the line for either of these competitors. Like, there was, if either one won, it didn't matter anything. It, it won't progress the storyline any differently, I don't think, if any either one of these No, it didn't. Won. I mean, like, it was over. Yeah. You know, the positive thing about no crowds is those chair shots, oh my god. Usually you hit them in the back and you're like, alright, whatever. But now, like, nobody's in there, you're like, oh my god, that's what it really is? Right. Ouch! The one thing I did not like was the stunner at the end, Rollins just didn't sell it like it was just one of those Vince McMahon curl into a ball fall kind of stunners and it just sucked uh it wasn't that bad you're just being a boner right now I'm just being a boner I guess <laughs> <laughs> Next match, Braun Strowman. He takes on the Universal Champion, Billy Gold. What a chode, Billy Gold. Four spears, four power slams, two minutes, match is done. I knew Strowman was winning right away because, one, there's no way that Goldberg was going to beat Strowman. Like, there's no way. Like, if you look at it physically, it would have made sense. And if you wanted Goldberg to stick around, you would have put someone in there random. They put Strowman in there, and you could just see, like, Goldberg just being like, well, there's no fans, so I don't care. You know what? I'm going to flat out say it. Fuck Goldberg. I'm over him. Don't ever come back to the WWE. You're pointless. Your matches are useless. Let's give it to time to people who actually want to be there. Because Papa Goldberg... Did not want to be there at all. No, he didn't. I think they should have put his kid in the front row. Why? So he could open mouth kiss him like Titus O'Neil? <laughs> no, I don't want kids by the front row anymore. One thing about this match is it was uh, two minutes and 10 seconds. The shortest universal match in WrestleMania history. I don't want to watch Goldberg more than a minute. He's pointless. He's too old. Like back in the day, Goldberg was freakishly huge now he's just freakishly old and he shouldn't be there it didn't help as he was coming out jvl was telling all of his stats and then following yeah. all, all up with 97 98 and it's like well then no shit man that's over 20 years yeah, ago Strowman was like 18 <laughs> Strowman, i don't think was even 18 then uh, he might have, i don't know whatever get out of here goldberg we're done but the other thing that didn't make sense was Strowman just lost the icy title just right? at the last pay-per-view how is he number one contender for this belt now that don't make sense they made such a mess of this, and they made it worse by putting Braun in there. Now mm -hmm. Braun's the title holder, and you're like, okay. I guarantee, I'm calling it now, Pete. He is the one they cash in the money the bank on. Yeah, and Reigns is going to win it. But let's get to the highlight of the night, the main event of day one, uh, Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. Holy shit, dude. The production value, A+. It was worth it. I'd rather watch Undertaker now do those. I don't want to see him in a ring <laughs> Absolutely. anymore. It worked, though. You don't see his oldness. You saw a dude ready to just kill Styles. He looked like an American badass. Like it, I, I almost think getting rid of the Grim Reaper makes him look younger. Yeah, it was entertaining. Big knock. Why the hell wouldn't you come out listening to Roland? Nah, dude. He had to come out to Dad Rock. Ugh. But, yeah, the production value is cool. The cheesy guy's breaking down the barn and he just fights him off. Loved I think it. the only critique to that would have been it would have been awesome if Kane came out of that moment and just took out all the hooded guys for him. Right. And, that, and, and, the, and Luke and Carl and just that was like how they wrote off all of them. Yeah. That would have been a cool moment. But other than that, yeah, I, I love this. It was an awesome match. It was really fun to watch. AJ 
Stylus is he's just his facial expressions were priceless. Like they apparently they they worked eight hours on this match and it, it definitely showed. They definitely delivered. I loved it. It was better than any uh, fight scene we've seen in any of the movies we reviewed so Basically, far. Basically, I loved how like at the end, like Taker's like, "Wait, what are you sorry for? What are you sorry for?" And he's just like, "I'm just, I'm just sorry. I'm just sorry." And he's just like, <laughs> "I'm like, oh my god, AJ, get him, get an award." And then I'm like, "Don't do it, Undertaker. Like he's sorry." And then Undertaker boots him and dumps it, and then the rubber hand. Oh man, that rubber hand. There was a fine line of cheesiness to this match. Yeah. When like he throws the 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 moss over the grave and it says AJ Styles all yeah. along. Or when he shows up behind him in the tractor. Like it was just the perfect amount of cheesiness that like anything that they did that was a little too oddball was for easily forgiven. But bravo, WWE. Like yeah. way to do something out of the box during a time where it's super hard to like make something up, you know? Because like, not only that, but it made us want to know what was gonna happen in the Funhouse match the yeah. following day. We were like, Hold, if this is the production value here, I cannot wait to see what they do with that. So moving on to the following night, uh, the opening match in the pre-show part two is Liv Morgan uh, takes on Natalia for no other reason. Transparency, Brandon. I didn't watch it. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll fill you in. Uh, Liv won. She had a surprise roll-up, so she really got to have her WrestleMania moment. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, first official match of the night was Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. Charlotte is champion once again. Yeah, did you hear because Rhea Ripley's green card is kind of in limbo right now? Uh, she disputed that on Twitter, saying that is not So the that's not real? That's not the real So they all. just screwed her. They wanted to uh, improve ratings on Wednesday nights, and they feel like Charlotte is the way to do it. I, I agree with this. I, I loved the match. I thought it made sense. It showed that Charlotte is... Uh, maybe not stronger, but more experienced and, and smarter in the ring to just target Rhea's uh, legs the entire time to make her submit. I think it showed that Rhea is is cocky and young and still very strong, but still has a lot to grow in, in the WWE. I loved this match. I thought it was a great match. Yeah, it was a good match. Rhea Ripley, chill out on the screaming, by the way. That's where I was going. I do appreciate <laughs> the people talking, and I know I might sound hypocritical, but oh my god. It got to the point, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I was like, I didn't want people to be like, what kind of bang bro shit is he into? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm done. I, I think that Charlotte being on NXT, I'm excited to see where it goes. I think she's going to be like the Brock Lesnar of the women's division on NXT, and that, that might be a good thing. Yeah, okay. Whatever. What, what? What? You don't want to see more Bianca Belair versus Charlotte? Bianca Belair is called up now. She's uh, done. True. So, oh, no, man. we won't get to see it. Yeah, so, what are yeah. we going to see? Who, what is the women's division on NXT There's now? still a ton of women down there who are good, but Charlotte's just way better, and that's why Rhea Ripley <laughs> was a good title holder. I don't like it. Do you think Ripley will stay down there? No, I think she'll be hauled up. Oh, really? Or they'll probably have a rematch, but I don't see her winning down there again. Next match is Aleister Black. He defeats Bobby Lashley. Uh, this match was stupid. The ending was all right. I liked how uh, Lana was like telling Bobby to do the spear, and because he was going to do his finishing move, instead does the spear and gets screwed over and given Black the win. Aleister Black, another NXT talent getting hosed on the main roster. I'll say he just it. won a WrestleMania match. Oh, that's stupid. He fought a guy who there was no match, no build up, no anything. He just got a match and kicked his face off to a guy who hasn't won a match in like ever and also biggest takeaway bobby lashley wearing pants 
Is he more tolerable to watch now? I think he is. I okay. think he's more tolerable of the pants. Next match, Otis defeats Dolph Ziggler. What a match, man. What a Cinderella story. This is dumb. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, Sonya Deville is mean now and, like, hanging out with Dolph. And I'm like, what, so what story are you doing, WWE? You can't say that they're dating because her Twitter is very not I'm straight. <laughs> and so how are you going to sell that story? Like, to me, I'm like, okay, is she the manager? Is she a friend? I, I I don't know what they're planning to do with these two. And you know what? Dolph Ziggler is only good as the show off. He needs to just keep that persona, be cocky. He can be an anti-hero or a heel. Like, he plays it well. Just keep him like that. Stop switching these people around. He's he's checked out. He's been checked out for two years now. You could tell he just doesn't care. Just tell me what to do. I'll go out there and yep. do it, and I'm done. Mandy and Otis getting together. Cool. Yeah, good for them, man. Yep. Otis gets the girl. But I, I think it's weird watching Otis wrestle because he doesn't wear pants. And his gut unfolds over his tights, and it looks super awkward. And I'm just like, what is... Can you put some pants on, dude? Or maybe a singlet. Something. I get you're the big chubby guy, but yikes. A little too much chub, bud. I just, I I like Otis. I do, but that's just weird. Like, it's just kind of awkward watching it. Next is uh, Edge versus Randy Orton in what felt like the entire night in a no disqualification, no holds bar, street fight, it doesn't matter match. I walked away halfway through it because I was like, I'm bored. This is terrible. You have a whole empty arena and instead we're watching Property Brothers trying to sell frickin' the performance center. They gave us center. a tour of the entire center. Like, okay, here's where we're doing conferences. Yeah, it's like right here. That's our conference TV. It's great. Now, if you come down here, this is where our kitchen is. And someone, I saw one thing on Twitter, a guy saying, Edge being hung by the weights, I could have done without. I feel like that crossed the line. Well, it just came out. The Dark Side of the Ring just yeah. did a two-part documentary on Chris Benoit, and that's how he hangs himself. And then to be trendy with it, WWE's like, oh, I know what we could do. Have yeah. him hang Randy Orton by the fucking weight equipment. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. I thought someone would get thrown through like a fake plate glass window or right. like a fake door or something. Oh my God. The one thing I did like was the whole bit with Orton coming out as a cameraman and doing that, the RKO. Yeah. And that was like just downhill from there. It started off on fire. And it just, it just fizzled out so fast and went too long. And I feel so bad for Edge and Orton because I feel like those two probably would have if there is a crowd, they would have fed off of it a little more, but... Yeah, I think so, too. Oof. Next, the Street Profits defend their titles against uh, Angel Graza and Austin Theory. They end up winning and retaining their titles. Uh, after this, Bianca Belair comes out to uh, help save the day against that evil Zelina Vega. I like Bianca Belair. I like Montez Ford, and I like Angel Garza. That's where I'm going to leave it. Why? I don't like Angela Dawkins. Like, I'm just not a big fan of him. I'm sorry. Hey, like, he plays a good second fiddle. He does. But I don't see him as a wrestler. I see Montez Ford as, like, the guy and Angela Dawkins is his manager. I don't even know who this guy who joined Angel Garza is. I don't like it. But Bianca Belair joining the Street Profits? Dig it. I love that. I dig it. I like her. Like, Zelina Vega, I don't know how many fucking, like, clients she has now. It, it's just like, are you Hispanic? You're my client. Yeah, that's like <laughs> what Vince is doing right now. And I'm like, dude, it's pretty obvious. They need to do a big old story with Andrade and Aleister Black in, like, a coffin match or something. And then that's when Selena 
turns and joins her husband, <laughs> and he also wins the United States title. See, I like Zelina being on her own with this whole having multiple clients. I just think she's just getting too many clients. Next match is uh, Bailey retains her SmackDown Women's title against Sasha Banks, Lacey Evans, Tamina, and Naomi. Wait, wait, uh, who? No, don't do it. You? It's it's feel? Don't. The oh my god. Good. Bring it to the floor. Christ. She did moves. She did do moves. Uh, she did glow. Uh, I'll give you that. Tamina was in there. Yeah. Uh, and they eliminated her the same way they've been eliminating her since 2011. They've been doing that with any bigger woman. And I'm like, could you do something different? She's not that good. If she won a lot, I would believe it. But she doesn't. I think it was somebody on the commentating table was like, I think this is her match. I think this is her year. The fuck it is. Like, no, it it's isn't. never going to be it's Tamina's totally. year. And then the whole Sasha Banks, Bailey aspect, like, the, just The will they, won't they? It yeah, just, like, yeah. It, there's no underlining tone with them anymore. It's just cheesy. It doesn't look right. Just turn or not. Like, we don't care. I like them. I think they're improving as heels together. Um, I think this match kind of highlighted a little bit more with them. I I like the finish. I thought it was comical. I thought it was uh, it was cool to see Bailey at, or Banks actually come back and still save Bailey. You did, I didn't expect that to happen. So when they surprise me like that, uh, that means they're doing their job. Mm-hmm. Next is going to be Bray Wyatt against uh, John Cena in the Family Funhouse match. This went all over the place. What a trip, dude. I think it catered more for people who have been watching wrestling for a long time. Yeah, and I think it was a weird tie-in to if, if you've been following the Ruthless Aggression mm-hmm. documentary on, on the uh, WWE Network, you got a lot more of this. I agree. I think people watching this from outside or kids that are John Cena fans are like, what the fuck is going on yeah. right now? <laughs> Where like their parents are like, I love it. It's almost like the Lego movie. Like The kids are going to enjoy the special effects and all yeah. the things, and then the parents are going to enjoy all the jokes. It was good. Like, it was neat to watch. And it's a different side of Cena that we don't get to see because he's got to cater to the kids so much. So, like, oh, my God, Johnny Huge Meat. I couldn't stop (laughs) laughing at it. I was dying. Um, The whole Thugonomics thing. Uh, one of my friends who hates John Cena goes, when was Thugonomics? I'm like, you've been watching just as long as me. How have you not know who Thugonomics, Thugonomics John Cena is? That's the best John Cena by far. That's peak Cena. Yeah, it was. And, you know, Bray doing all of his things. The only thing I wish was Bray would have ended him more violently, as weird as that yeah. is. Like the Mandible Claw, whatever. I hate the Mandible Claw. I don't get it at all. Even when Mankind did it as a kid, I was like, the fuck is this is he just tapping out because he's grossed out is that all that is the other thing too like when you watch bray wyatt in the ring he does that running cross body thing that it just sounds so vicious and i'm like do that do something truck him yeah i I think they should have gave him the fiend maybe a uh a new finisher instead of the sister abigail i think that should have still been bray wyatt's thing but yeah i agree i think they should have gave him some kind of like almost like a a clothesline from hell Mm. kind of a, a move which would have been awesome but yeah, overall, I really liked it. I liked the NWO bit, the Saturday night uh, main event shit, all that stuff. It was just, it was so much mm-hmm. fun. Uh, but then we get to the main event, Drew McIntyre taking on Brock Lesnar. I think this really proved that you need a crowd. It's such a bummer because Drew McIntyre, yeah. that moment, like even I was just like, I was pumped. But when it happened, I was like, 
it just doesn't feel right. Like the crowd no. not being there and having him kick out at one, having him kick out at two, and then he does a third one. I'm like, well, fuck. He kicked out again. I'm like, what? Yeah, exactly. It was just Claymore kicks. And I wish like the only thing I wish Drew would have done a couple more moves instead of just the Claymore kick. But I'm glad he won. They just spammed their finishers. That's all it was. He's too good. Like Drew McIntyre now is too good and too big to not be the champion. So how do you how do you think Brock feels now that he lost to a guy that lost clean to El Torito? I think he's fine with it because Brock wouldn't do that if he wasn't. I think he is a huge Drew McIntyre fan. I think yeah. this whole storyline, a lot of it was pushed by Brock, which is cool. Uh, what would you grade WrestleMania both nights? Both nights total. I'll probably give it like a overall like C plus B minus B minus. Let's do B, B minus. minus. Yeah, because okay. the good outweighed the bad. But for what the cards were dealt and what they came up with, I was entertained for two nights and right. thank god because i can only play so much call of duty <laughs> right i'm gonna agree with you man b minus actually was what i had put down too because they took what they had and they gave they they put more into this than they have other wrestlemanias but it just didn't have the same hype didn't have the same pageantry the entrances like it just it was missing a third of what everyone loves about these events and that really showed yeah so uh let's get into some uh, wrestling news brought to you by wrestling pages check out wrestling pages app on the app store on google play uh nia Jax has returned to raw oh thank god yeah i know right we were missing her she's not like most girls i don't know if you knew this or not i've been telling people that for years <laughs> also um the uh the wwe has officially released the revival thank the lord praise be everyone knows they're going aew did you see what their new name is ftr which is fuck the revival yeah and <laughs> the best is all the tag teams in aew have already tweeted saying hey AEW has tag team wrestling like just subtle <laughs> things you know, like everyone knows they're going there they need a tag division man they need to build that up and that's how to do it they already got a tag division but now add them it's super nice they have new names dash wilder will now be going by cash wheeler and scott dawson will be going by dax harwood yeah dig it <laughs> i like it too man i'm excited for this Finally, something for the Revival. I haven't been this excited for the Revival since uh, uh, their last match they were in on, on NXT. Yeah, for sure. Well, Pete, who is your dud of the week? Ooh, so I had a lot. Could I it know. be AJ Styles' rubber hand? Could it be the no crowd? <laughs> um, yeah, oh, God. That's a tough one. I think I'm going to go with... Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Okay. Because they were the first match of Mania, and that was the tone setter of the event. And I was like, oh, no, that's it. So I'll put them as my dead of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with Gronk, our new 24-7 champion. He's up there, too. Oh, my God. Gronk is terrible. I saved him for my dud. He looked like the dude. I can't remember what movie it is where it's the bully from the skiing movie from the 80s. <laughs> he just looked like a, an asshole. I just I he, you could tell he just was phoning this whole thing in. Yep. I, I loved how he all he did was just kind of change his shirt a little bit for the next day to try to make it look like it was the, it was a whole new day for the fucking wrestling event like it's just mojo sucked the whole thing with a 24 7 title i hated it fuck yep. you gronk also i'm a diehard bills fan so when people always ask me why do you hate gronk so much well guess what now you're gonna get a healthy dose thing on why you hate gronk cheap shotter i hate him i hate gronk i don't care who is your stud of the week so i wanted to go drew mcintyre because 
like that's huge right but can i just can we put like the ladder match like can i just put that up there because the ladder match yeah the whole ladder match i i can't pick one so i gotta go all three those guys killed it i loved it i'm gonna give it to otis he got the girl this week good for him look at that gut like look at his gut Well, hey, man, that is the Full Nelson Press, episode 80. It is a wrap. If you enjoyed our witty banter on sports entertainment, make sure you like the Full Nelson Press on our Facebook page and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, anything else you want to add? I think we're good. What else have you been playing other than Doom? We kind of already talked about that. Oh, God. Okay, so next up, there's this game called Ori and the Will of the Wisp. I'm going to change it up from killing <laughs> Satan demons to running through this cute little forest. And, and where, where can they find you if, oh, uh, streaming? It is on Mixer. It's Pistol Pete. Uh, go ahead and take a look. Right on. All right. Well, hey, go watch some wrestling. Yeah, bet.